This is Jessie. This is Cassie. And we are the Inspiration! Courtesy of Perched on the Top Rope. The following podcast has been paid for by Perched on the Top Rope. on the top rope it's me it's me it's the lwe former dirt sheet writer lee walker and i am joined by perched correspondent justin larger toe and from perched gaming alex todd justin and alex boys how are we doing today i'm doing good lee i'm ready for uh rebellion this weekend in poughkeepsie and uh be at smackdown tomorrow as well in albany I'm waiting. Are you going to ask me how I'm doing today, Lee? No, that's all right. I will let everybody know how I'm doing on my own. I'm doing just great. I had a wonderful day at work. Justin, how are you doing today? As long as Danhausen's not here, I'm feeling great. The good news is Danhausen is not here because we tonight go over the upcoming Impact Rebellion pay-per-view and give our predictions. Honestly, this card's looking pretty stacked. I don't know if you guys have seen the card yet, but uh, it's it's going to be a good show. Well, not only have we seen the card, we also interviewed the Good Brothers from Impact Wrestling down in Poughkeepsie, New York. Myself and correspondent Justin Largito were on set for that interview. And fans, you are lucky because at the end of the predictions, you're going to get that interview. You're going to hear who the Good Brothers think should be in the Impact Hall of Fame. The answers will surprise you. You're going to hear who the Good Brothers want to face two-on-two that they haven't part of the eight-man elimination match that they're about to have at Rebellion and their thoughts on the match. They don't like it, to be honest. But stick around, because at the end of our predictions... You're going to hear Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows, the Good Brothers. Very nice. Very evil. This is just going to be a nonstop episode of Dan Housen references. <laughs> Listen, if that's what we got to do to get through this couple hours, then absolutely. If we got to do that to have a little fun, I'm down. I, can't wait, till, I, I can't wait till Hook could just chokes him out and his eyes pop out of his head like a stressed toy. Ass uh, boys. <laughs> you know, honestly, I'm a little scared how good of a job Lee does at that Dan Housen impersonation. Ass boys. Yeah. I'm getting worried he's gonna pull that Lee mask off and it's gonna be somebody I don't like. <laughs> Lee Very nice. Very Lee, Lee, I think we figured give me out your shoes. Your... <laughs> give me give me your give me your suit. I like your suit. Give me your shoes. suit. Give me your suit. Uncurse me, you swine. That was just, that was too funny. But you know what? We're not here to talk about Dan Housen as much as we'd like to, Lee. We are here tonight, as I said, to talk about Impact Rebellion. And we are going to give our predictions on these matches. So what do you say we get started, boys? 
Let's do it. All righty. So to kick things off, we are going to talk about the Knockouts Tag Team title match. We have, once again, continuing their rivalry, the influence taking on the inspiration. Fun thing about this match, and then I'll give you a moment, Lee. Fun thing about this match is the whole preface behind this rematch was basically the influence and the inspiration kind of fighting over uh over caleb with a k and basically he ended up telling both of y'all kick rocks and he decided he wasn't going to be involved with either team we come to find out about a day or two later that this was actually because this was caleb's exit from impact wrestling he has decided to part ways for uh with impact for right now could be heading to AEW. could be heading to nxt who knows at this point man's talented he, he he was one of the guys under the suicide mask at one point so um you know it's it's gonna be interesting to see where he turns up but i know lee wants to talk about a couple people in this match so lee have the floor for a moment why don't you listen back in november 2021 when they were the freshly crowned knockout champions knockout tag team champions remember you know what that is yeah. cassie lee and jesse mckay were with us perched on the top rope at the big event we also went to albany new york for showcase of legends i do not think they should have ever lost the championships for starters and i think we know where i'm going side with on this match it's it's obvious <clears throat> inspiration kick their ass but i have in i have worked with three out of the four in the match so don't take offense to neil dashwood and the influence hey lee remember when we went to the last showcase and uh i was looking at the two people at the table and i go man i can't even tell who that is from behind and it was wwe legend summer ray and one half of the impact knockouts tag team champions Daniel dashwood true story oh uh, you know lee had a funny story from that day too with summer but we're, we're gonna keep the show pg for right now and uh we're not gonna talk about that one nope just justin what are your thoughts on the match so yeah just like Lee said, I remember a few weeks ago when we did our sacrifice review and we were kind of baffled that they took the titles off the inspiration so soon. Uh, I think it's become clear now that that was more of a device to continue this feud. Uh, I do believe the inspiration regains the impact knockout stag titles here. Uh, you know, no Caleb involved in this, so I think it's pretty easy win for the inspiration. Yeah, uh, I gotta agree. We're gonna go three for three because I side with Lee in the fact that I do not think the inspiration should have lost the tag team titles yet. No offense to to Neil and Madison. I think they could have had a run with the titles down the road, but in this instance, the inspiration was still fresh. They still are fresh to the company, in my opinion, and I don't think it was time for their reign to end. But, you know, the only way to become multiple time tag team champions is to lose the title belt at some point. So I think Saturday, the 23rd, 
we see the two-time Knockouts Tag Team Champions, The Inspiration. And with that being said, with championship gold on our mind, we're going to move forward to the X Division Triple Threat match. This match, in my opinion, is going to be one of the show stealers of the night. We have Ace Austin taking on Lee's favorite Impact Superstar, Speedball Mike Bailey, and of course, the X Division Champion, Knockoff Ricochet himself, Trey Miguel. Ouch. I kid, I kid, I kid. Boys, what do you think? Trey Miguel maybe booked better. (laughs) (laughs) You know, honestly, Trey Miguel's booking is probably a lot better than Ricochet's. Bet you WWE's wishing they picked up Trey Miguel. Oh. Yeah, because if they had kept the three of them together, at least they could have tried to keep MSK together. Ouch. Ouch. Boys, who do you got? Okay, I have 500 words for this, and because of a speedball, I can say it really fast. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, you can never have too many good speedball references out there relating to a nickname of a professional wrestler, which Impact may or may not realize that it is a mixture of cocaine and heroin or cocaine and some sort of methamphetamine. Oh, I'm sure that they have an idea. You got to think they have the Bullet Club around all their shows. You know how many drugs those guys probably have done throughout the days? I was going to ask why you're insinuating that they... I mean, if they did, they did. If they didn't, he they just did. singled out. Was, he just singled out just the group. It was sarcasm. He could have been you're... like, you know, they have wrestler, other wrestlers that are that have known to do drugs. He just goes, Bullet Club. Okay, so Bullet okay, Club. here, no, 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 no. They no. obviously snort gunpowder. Bullet yeah, Club. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, hear me out. Hear me out for like five seconds. So, the Bullet Club is essentially like modeled after. The NWO, like that's their obvious inspiration behind the group, and we all know that those guys like to party. So, you know, one would assume that in said memorial spirit of the NWO, that the Bullet Club would do the same thing. But if not, those guys are vulgar enough as it is to know what that stuff means. So you know they told somebody. He's not wrong because uh, Gorgeous George was recently on uh, Signed by Superstars with Rob Feinstein. And she was talking about how Macho Man liked ecstasy. So, and it's also known that the Ravens flock like that. We've had Scotty Riggs on, and he talked about their fair share of fun they had. But, anyways, anyways, we're gonna bring this round circle back to the Speedball himself. Speedball, Trey Miguel, Ace Austin, Lee. Who do you think takes on the gold? You know. <sighs> The booking for Trey Miguel has just been phenomenal, as you said. Uh, uh, it's to I don't see it being Ace Austin, and I th- he hasn't been there long. I know Speedball Mike Bailey is a great talent. I don't see the train stopping on Trey Miguel. I see it keeping rolling. It it the man the man. It's got the Energizer bunny on his back, and, and he's riding that gravy train. Well said, well said. Justin, what are your thoughts? So initially, I was actually going to pick Ace Austin to win this match. Uh, I know they've been doing a thing with him and Mike Bailey on Impact over the last 
few weeks, few months, where Ace Austin is trying to recruit him with uh, him and himself and Madman Fulton, uh, kind of taking speedball under his wing, I guess you could say. But, you know, thinking about it a little further, I don't see them doing two ch- title changes on the pre-show with the knockouts tag in the X Division. Uh, they could. They could shock me, but I, I, don't, I just don't see it. So I'm going to go with Trey Miguel. Uh, the way I see this match kind of going down is Mike Bailey and Ace Austin teaming up for the most part, and maybe Trey Miguel catches them on some miscommunication and retains the title. All right. I like it. I like it. Um, so I am not to keep going along with you guys. I am also going to go with Trey Miguel in this match. And I say this for a reason. Trey Miguel is obviously being slated to be one of impacts top talents. There's no doubt about it. He's probably the best pushed superstar on the show whose name isn't moose i think he's got all the talents to be impact's next top baby face and one thing is going to help him along the way with that and it's that x division championship because if they decide later this year that hey we're going to have the x division champion cash in option c this year trey miguel goes from being x division champion to cashing in that title having a chance at the world championship and a match with moose if he's champion at the time, could be Josh Alexander. Either way, I think Trey Miguel holds on to the title until he cashes in option C. The C's have it, folks. The C's have it. Very evil. Very nice. Very evil. Very nice. Oh, kill me. Oh, it's going to be the segue between every match tonight, Justin. Moving on, we have the first match on the main card. We have the eight-man multi-tag team elimination match for the impact world tag team championships we have violent by design defending the tag team titles against gallows and anderson rhino and heath Ano no more's matt taven and mike bennett willie mack and rich swan chris bay and jay white of the bullet club the motor city machine guns alex shelley and chris sabin and dk Boys, there's going to be a lot going on in this match. Who do you have taking home the gold, Lee? Let's start with you. So if you listen to the Good Brothers interview after this, you'll hear me read off a lot of stats. The only team that is undefeated against all of these teams in multi-tag team matches, what I mean by that is like a triple threat tag team match, not a six-man or an eight-man but like a triple threat or a fatal four-way tag team match, the good brothers. I'll let you listen to the interview to find that part out. I would love to say that it's the good brothers, but sadly we also know that when we were doing our interview with them, that they were leaving impact this summer as they only signed a two-year deal. I don't see impact putting the belts on them knowing that they're leaving. I would love to pick the Jay and Bay team of the Bullet Club, but we saw Jay White last night on AEW Dynamite for that AEW New Japan Pro Wrestling Forbidden Door pay-per-view. I know this is an impact show, I'm sorry. 
I should be plugging youtube.com slash perched on the top rope to watch the Good Brothers interview if you want to watch it too. But I'm going to go with a new tag team champions and I'm going to go with a very, very familiar team to those belts, the Motor City Machine Guns. Wow. <laughs> Justin, you sound disappointed. What's up? Not disappointed. I'm. Not, I don't know. I'm kind of surprised. I, don't, I didn't expect Lee to pick Motor City Machine Guns. But... He's like, oh. who, who? Who did you think I was going to pick? I don't know. Okay. All <laughs> right. Fair machine enough. Guns. He says, and Justin. Oh. So, so to be honest, for me, it, it was either the Motor City Machine Guns or Violent by Design retains. That's that. Those yeah. were in my head my, the two options, and. Yeah. I just kind of see that there's quite a few heel teams in this match. Maybe mm-hmm. not enough face mat, you know, face teams. Uh, almost kind of like it's going to be a come from behind victory sort of feel. You know, you have these these new teams. You know, I, I think that you're going to see it come down to Violent by Design, the Good Brothers, uh, Jay White and Chris Bay. And motor and machine guns. And at that point, your back is up against the wall if you're the motor city machine guns. You you got a team of four, literally, with the Good Brothers and Jay White and Chris Bay being part of the Bullet Club. And then you got the tag team champions, Violent by Design. Your back is up against a wall there, and they're gonna make them fight. They're gonna they're gonna find out, you know, when your back's against the wall, the motor city machine guns are gonna fight. They're going to fight. They're going to win. It's going to have that great come from behind victory feel to it. Crowd's going to go nuts. Justin is going to be there. Our correspondent that he is has such a great love for professional wrestling. He's damn near at every event since he has started with us. Stop him crying now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So real quick before i even get into what i think uh, do we know if this is gauntlet match style or is this just we're gonna have eight teams on the apron no it, it is a elimination so it'll just be one i think one in at a time not of each team just like one-on-one style and tag in okay okay i see what you're saying i was gonna say there's like three different ways that you could present this match you could present a gauntlet style you could present it as a tornado tag elimination which I don't think there's enough room right ringside and in the <laughs> ring to do that. I feel like the only way to do this is basically have, I, I could also see them having one member of like, I don't know, one member of each team in altogether. I don't know. It'd be no, interesting. I feel like that'd be overdoing it. If all I know. Members. I know. Yeah. But one has one has an impact overdone it in the past. This is just fantasy booking, but no, yeah. uh, like Lee said, I'm pretty sure they're just doing it like normal. Yeah. Games. It's just going to be like a one-on-one style. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, getting into what I, I can see happening. I'm going to give my opinion based on the information we have right now and teams in this match, and then I'm going to do a little fantasy booking. So as it, as it stands right now with the teams in this match, I think we do get violent by design retaining. And, you know, we do have the Briscoe showing up to the impact tapings the next night. Uh, we know that already, 
but I do see Violent by Design retaining, and then the Briscoes kind of bringing their first feud out of this match. Uh, or they, they could swerve us, and the Briscoes somehow find their themselves into this match. They don't have to win, but up, up to them. Something I, I could also see, and I don't know if you guys could see this too, um, a new team recently formed on Impact recently uh, with Matt Cardona and Brian Myers, the major players. And as of right now, neither of them are booked on this card. So I could see them finding themselves in this match and possibly winning the Impact Tag Team Champions. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, Matt Cardona is the belt collector today. Oh, yeah. Matty Seven Belts. Matty Seven Belts <laughs> looking to be Matty Eight Belts. Yep. But, so, yeah, just a thought I had because I'm definitely interested to see what they do in this match and what the outcome is. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. Honestly, though, when it comes to my prediction, uh, I kind of had a similar idea as you did, but I had different people going over in the match. I Whoever wins this match, I feel like is almost immediately going to go into a feud with the Briscoe brothers for the tag team titles because it looks like yeah. we're, we're inching closer and closer to Impact signing the Briscoe brothers or just having some sort of deal with them like they have had with you know some of the other bigger players they've had around for the last couple years. I think with the record that they have... And being undefeated in these types of matches, I think the odds-on favorite to win this match is Gallows and Anderson. Yes, they're leaving later this summer. It's an easy it's an easy fix. You have them win the match. You have them keep their record. And then they finish their feud with the Briscoe brothers by losing the tag team titles to them. It writes itself. You could literally make that the slam anniversary. Uh, you could probably even make that the slam anniversary main event if you wanted to, if you booked that the right way. And that could be their going away if they are in fact leaving Impact Wrestling. YouTube.com. Yeah, I, I uh... Oh, go ahead, <laughs> YouTube.com slash perched on the top rope. You can watch our interview with the Good Brothers. Thanks for the shameless plug, my friend. Uh, but for, to what you said, Alex, I could uh, I could see something like that happening, but I don't know. I, I just don't like the idea of playing hot potato with tag titles because Violent by Design just won the titles from the Good Brothers at Sacrifice, and the Good Brothers went here, then they dropped them to the Briscoes at Slammiversary. Four title changes in the span of like two, three months, I feel like it's too much. I mean, that's fair, yeah, because I think Slammiversary is in, what, like two or three months from now? I don't know. I, that's just how I see it. Honestly, this match is very unpredictable. Uh, you don't really, nobody knows who's going to win. The Bullet Club does have the numbers, but Violent by Design are, I'm just not, it won't surprise me if they defend the tag team title successfully either. But then you've also got people like Heath and Rhino who are former tag team champions in WWE, so, I mean, I, I think this is basically anybody's match. You've got former world tag team champions for Ring of Honor and Honor No More's Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. So, I mean, this yeah. this is this is going to be a crazy match. And I do 
see with Lee, I think whoever wins at the end of this match, I think pins the Motor City Machine Guns because if you're doing an elimination style match, you're going to want to build up a very hot baby face towards the end of the match. You're going to want to have one team that's baby face that gets all the way through the match, gets the crowd behind them, and then you either have them win or you have them lose. And either way, there's going to be heat there. That's my opinion, though. However, moving on to the next match, we have a clash of the titans between Jonah and New Japan Pro Wrestling's Ishii. I am so excited for this match. Yeah, when, this is going to be something. Yeah, when I <laughs> when I heard that Jonah was released by WWE, like I was coming up with dream matches in my head of like people who he could face. And this one was like one of the ones on the top. Because if you're a big man, like a match with Tomohiro Ishii, it's it's to coin Adam Cole, it's undisputed. It needs to happen. Yeah, I remember uh, hearing about Ishii coming in before I was even able to watch Impact that week. And I just look at my phone and I go, what? <laughs> Anytime Ishii or Suzuki show up anywhere, I literally get hyped basically because of their matches that they had a couple years ago. Either they're ba- they're legends now in my mind, yeah. but uh, yeah, this drop. is what'd you say, Lee? Jaws drop. Absolutely. Yeah. So this one's going to be a hard hitting contest. Uh, I expect things to break. Maybe, maybe people. Um, and I think this is a big step in establishing Jonah even further as a top star, not even just in Impact Wrestling, but in this industry in general. So, with that being said, Justin, who you got winning? Yeah, so uh, I'm excited. I hope they chop, kick the shit at each other. At each <laughs> other. <laughs> chop kick. <laughs> Chop and kick the shit out of each other. I apologize. <laughs> oh my god, now Lee's all red. <laughs> you made him blush. Um, so I'm gonna go with Jonah. I see them uh, building him up possibly for a world title match at some point. Uh, you know, Ishii's coming in for the one match, possibly for the one match. He could be doing. I would imagine he does the Impact tapings too on Sunday, and then. Wherever he goes from there, at least impact-wise, we'll see. But, you know, I think uh, after the feud with PCO, they're definitely looking to kind of move Jonah to the next level and challenge for the world title. Alex, I can't hear you. (laughs) He muted himself or something. <laughs> You're mute. You muted yourself. Yeah, no, no, I don't know how. I didn't press anything. <laughs> it's all right. I've accepted that I'm editing the show tonight. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, so, Justin, I am going to make this two and zero. Oh. I'm going to agree with you. Jonah is being poised to be one of the top heels in this company. He is being poised to be the ultimate big man in this company. And what other way to do that than to beat Ishii, especially on a pay-per-view. So I'm going to say Jonah wins this, and 
I think he moves on to face whoever wins the world title match. Lee, what are your thoughts? So, as we learned last night on AEW, sorry, I know this is supposed to be an impact show, but the Owen Hart Cup qualifier, Adam Cole versus Ishii. Now, we have Rebellion on Saturday. I want to say Jonah, but I also don't want to agree. How rude. I know, right? I just think that Adam Cole is going to win that match on Rampage, right? And then Saturday you have him, you have Ishii at Impact for a pay-per-view. Impact doesn't want to have one of their guys lose to a guy who just lost to a guy on AEW the night before. This is just a thought process going through my head. I don't know what Impact is actually thinking, but this is just how I would think of things. I wouldn't want my Impact guy to lose to a guy who just lost to an AEW guy that makes my Impact guy not look as strong as the AEW guy who's 160 pounds compared to my 300-plus pound guy. Why does this sound like Steiner math? Because it is. (laughs) Short answer, or as Carl Anderson would say, long answer, short, Jonah. Yeah, I think this one's written pretty clear. I don't see Jonah losing this match. No. Well, I'm glad we got that settled. We also have the Impact Knockouts Women's World Championship match at Rebellion on Saturday. We have the Impact World Knockouts Champion Tasha Steeles defending against Decay's Rosemary for the Knockouts World Championship. Rosemary recently won a number one contender's battle royal to win this match. It shows that she has guts. It shows that she's able to, you know, last through those longer matches. She is one of the more seasoned people on the roster. Personally, for me, Rosemary is one of my favorite women's wrestlers today. So honestly, I'm probably going to go with Rosemary for this match. Rosemary is two people so like tasha steals is one. Oh yeah it's like a handicap match yeah like you you look a little scared there leaders rosemary give you the ick but, but then you throw in savannah evans at ringside and both rosemary's chances drastically go down <laughs> <laughs> got me there <sighs> I would love to see Rosemary win. Tasha just won the belt herself not too long ago. But can I ask you guys something? Yeah, sure. Okay. Has Tasha Steele's run done anything for you? Yeah. <laughs> Can I plead the fifth on this one? 
sure. Well, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Uh, no, unfortunately, it it hasn't done anything for me. It almost seems like to me the only reason, and I'm not saying this to down her at all. It almost seems like the only reason the company put the title belt on her was to move it off of Mickey James so she could move into this rivalry with Chelsea Green, Nick Aldis, Matt Cardona, and all of them. It kind of seemed like they just didn't need the knockouts title on Mickey James, so they moved it off to somebody else so she could go feud with other people. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with Rosemary. Okay, Justin, what about you? I'm going Tasha Steeles. Uh, like Lee said, she just won the title recently. They're still trying to establish her. Uh, I would love for Rosemary to win, don't get me wrong, but I just don't see it at, right now at this very time. How unhonorable of you, Justin, to disagree with us. And speaking of not having honor... In route to Honor No More's pivotal five-on-five showdown with Team Impact at No Surrender, the group took Ring of Honor world champion Jonathan Gresham out of action. He was jumped backstage. He got taken out of the match. He was then replaced with Steve Macklin. Eddie Edwards was revealed to be the mastermind behind the whole entire group. Jonathan Gresham wants nothing more than revenge. This is going to be what Jim Ross would call a slobber knocker of a match. These guys are going to tear each other apart. This one's hard for me to predict. I, I want to hear your guys' thoughts because Eddie Edwards just recently turned heel, so you almost have to protect him, but Jonathan Gresham's the Ring of Honor world champion. Eddie Edwards has had more face and heel turns than freaking Randy Orton, than the big show. Then Mark Henry. God damn. I mean, seriously. He, I mean. You know, I was going to say at first that I didn't understand what you were saying, but the more I thought about it, a couple years ago when he was doing that, like, crazy Eddie story, yeah. and when he was, like, on and off feuding with Tommy Dreamer, they kind of, like, and that was just in that short period of time. They kind of like turned him face, then turned him heel, then turned him face, then turned him heel. And it yeah. wasn't just like a, a tweener on the ropes thing. Like they were almost like official turns. So I, I totally get what you're saying now. But like this seems like an actual badass healed version of Eddie that they're actually trying to pull off. So that was what my problem was with it. I mean, I don't have a problem with him being a heel or a face. But let him have a, a lengthy run at it for crying out loud at this point. Because like you had said, he just recently turned heel. The last time. Oh, God, when was it? I don't remember, but anyway. Sorry. It's just it's, it's just been too many flippy floppies for me. I can't deal with the flippy floppy too much. Flippy floppy. I'm not talking about a cruiserweight move. I'm just heel face, heel face. You know, I'm happy. It is a badass heel right now. I mean, I thought his his crazy side too with the feud with Tommy Dreamer was pretty pretty awesome. But yeah, you know, um, I mean, seeing as we're talking about it, I don't know what it is. I really enjoyed Eddie. When he was with Davy Richards and the Wolves 
early in their TNA run. And, like, after Eddie won the world title, I just realized he had, like, no personality. And I don't know why I, like, never realized it before. But I remember when he won the world title, and for weeks I'm just like, drop it, drop it, drop it. (laughs) Until he dropped it to Lashley a few months later. But, uh, yeah, this heel run currently, it's, it's a step up. I mean, I feel like we're getting somewhere now after all these years, but. Who knows? You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was just about to say the same thing. Like, no disrespect to Eddie Edwards' in-ring work because in-ring-wise, he's probably one of the best wrestlers in the world. But as far as hand, microphone, mouth, you know, where all three of those meet, he does nothing for me. I personally thought when he feuded with Lashley back in the day that Lashley's mic work was better. And Lee and I were talking about this. Oh, absolutely. I mean, granted, Lashley's improved on his mic work come like, you know, present day. But we all know that he struggled back in the day and he was still better at that point. Eddie Edwards, I don't know what it is, like is not most times is not my cup of tea. Yeah, same here. He the only time that I was like a super, super huge fan of his was when he was with the Wolves, when they did like the Wolves Hardy's team 3D matches back in like 2014. And because of that, personally, I'm going with Jonathan Gresham for this match. I don't think you need to have him losing any sort of matches that aren't world title matches where he's passing the title off to somebody else. Gresham has been red hot. Uh-huh. red hot i don't see him losing at all there's there's no way i no 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 very nice very evil oh, justin <laughs> what do you think so you may think i'm crazy but i think i'm gonna say eddie edwards yes. <laughs> I say that. Now, hear me out. Uh, Obviously, we know now Jonathan Gresham is signed to AEWROH, whichever one you want to say. So more than likely, this is going to be his last appearance in Impact. Uh, I could see them putting Eddie Edwards over. You know, the Ring of Honor world title isn't on the line in this. Uh, It doesn't have to be a clean win, but... Uh, honestly, I, I I see Eddie going over in this. We could see interference from Honor, Honor No More, and that could lead to the victory for Eddie. Okay, okay. I mean, to each their own. Um, now, the this next match, this one is interesting to me because not one, but two people that are in this match will have competed earlier in the night if if Impact's website is to be believed and this match is going on later. We have Steve Macklin versus Jay White of the Bullet Club versus Chris Saban of the Motor City Machine Guns. And if the tag team match goes on first, we are going to see Jay White and Chris Saban both compete earlier in the night. Obviously, this affects their chances of winning this match. So, you know, the odds are obviously in Steve Macklin's favor. But do you guys think he pulls off the victory? Justin, I'll start with you. Honestly, I could see it. I could see Steve Macklin getting the win here. Uh, it's a triple threat, so you don't have... The only one I, I see them worrying about is pinning Jay White or beating Jay White. Uh, but obviously, he can 
get the win over Saban and, you know, Jay White stays protected and all that fun stuff. But, um, you know, I think I'm still going to go with Jay White to win this. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's the safe choice in this triple threat. Okay. Lee, what are you thinking? Ah, oh, God. Um, see, I didn't know when the matches were going to go on. I, you know, I thought this match would actually go on before the tag team match, mm-hmm. which would play an effect on the tag team match. But, you know, if it's vice versa, then the tag team match will play an effect on them in this triple threat match, right. which would give Macklin a clear advantage. Now, if one of those men in that tag team match happened to win the titles and they were in this triple threat match, then they're going to have a pretty big adrenaline rush still. If one so happens to lose, he'll be mad at the other, which could give Macklin an advantage. Double team type type situation. I'm giving out like a lot of hypotheticals for, for this triple threat match. I love it. I mean, you have to, too, because even though this is in the order that it is on the Impact website, we don't know for sure that that those matches are going to go yeah. in order. We literally had to do a second take of this show because two of the teams weren't mentioned on Impact's website. So, uh, yeah, we don't know which match order these and, matches are in. Yeah, and if both men lose the tag mm-hmm. team match, you know, they're going to probably work on Macklin, especially since they're not going to be fresh. <sighs> With that being said, out of a bunch that I just gave. Hmm. I'm going to go with Jay White. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to be the one that breaks the trend because I, I see this happening this way. This match goes on after the tag team title match, and you have two men that have already competed in this match. I think you can easily, if what I had said earlier does in fact happen in the Motor City Machine Guns go to the end, whether they win or lose. You easily have Chris Saban get a slight injury towards the end of that match. Something where he tweaks something, whether it's his leg, his arm, his ribs, he tweaks something. You bring him into this match, that gives him an out to be the man that gets pinned during the match. I think you're going to see them come into this match i think him and jay white are going to be trying to tear each other apart the entire match considering that they're the motor city machine guns and the bullet club are starting like their own little small feud right now um specifically with jay white and chris bay so saban and jay white i think are going to be going after each other most of this match i think you're going to see jay white work over the injury that chris saban will hypothetically end up receiving and then i think all it takes is one window of opportunity for Steve Macklin to swing in, take advantage of both of them fighting, throw one of the guys out of the ring and win the match. I think Steve Macklin's presentation since he's debuted in impact wrestling has been damn near perfect. Uh, for the most part, I think that they have shown him to be not a monster, but definitely a powerhouse to be dealt with in the ring. And if you think about this, think about a back to a couple years ago when the forgotten sons were in NXT out of all three of them, Who's presented the best in pro wrestling these days? In my opinion, it's Steve Macklin. 
Well, marry him, why don't you? <laughs> Maybe I will. Just kidding. Deano Perrazzo already has. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna buck the trend, and I'm gonna go with Steve Macklin for this match. Uh, I think his star shines bright and impacts future. So I think in order to keep pushing him to the top, he's got to win this match. Fair. That that's that's fair. Yeah. Alrighty. So moving on, we have apparently another women's world championship match. Not impacts. A little higher up on the card, but it's not impacts world title. It is the champ champ challenge. We are seeing Diana Perrazzo defend her AAA Reina de Reina's championship against a returning Taya Valkyrie. Taya recently made her return to Impact Wrestling. She called out Diana and said, you need to not worry about the Ring of Honor Women's Championship that's on your shoulder, but you need to worry about that AAA Reina de Reina's championship because La Huera Loca is back. So, uh, yeah, her first match back, I I think that she's going to take that title back. I don't think you can have Taya Valkyrie lose right now. <laughs> you think? <laughs> there's no way. No, there's no way she's losing this match. It's written all over it. Right. Yeah. Written all over it. Well, I mean, and it, it's not like Deanna loses much at all because it's, it's obvious that Deanna's heading into a unification match for the Ring of Honor Women's Championship. Um, they just crowned an interim champion in Mercedes Martinez recently. Obviously, their feud is not over yet. She just mentioned uh, Mercedes on Impact Wrestling recently. So she's obviously going in that direction. AAA probably wants their women's title back. So I <laughs> I think the writing's on the wall. I think Taya Valkyrie wins this one. But I'll let you guys talk amongst yourselves. Oh, I don't need to. It's Taya all day long. 100%. Yeah, I'm going to agree and style Valkyrie all the way. Okay, perfect. Well, I guess we don't really need to talk about this one that much. We can move on. Ladies and gentlemen, we have our main event of the Rebellion pay-per-view. We have the Impact World Champion, Moose, defending against another red-hot superstar in Josh Alexander. I am so excited for this rematch. I don't know about you guys. So overall, these guys actually used to team together back in 2019 with when uh, Josh Alexander was part of the North with Ethan Page. Uh, they they were doing uh, six man tag matches at, uh, for a few matches, mm-hmm. and in 2021 they started having matches against each other. They are both currently two and two in matches against each other. So technically, this is like a rubber match, if you will. Um, I would assume that after this, Moose is going to move on in another feud. And Josh is going to move on in another feud, uh, win, lose, or draw for the both of them. I think they're both going to move on from this. Uh I'm going to say Moose wins the match. He retains. And Josh Alexander will move aside and we'll have another competitor who I'm not too sure, to be honest with you. But I think Moose retains. He's in phenomenal shape. You can go back and listen to a later episode of Perched on the Top Rope, Apple Podcast. Google, Spotify, 
perched on the top rope. We've interviewed Moose and talked about his body transformation. You can also watch it on youtube.com slash perched on the top rope. We've also spoken with Josh Alexander. But I think Moose wins this. There's there's no, no way he does not. He's red hot. I know Josh Alexander is red hot too. I just don't see them putting the title on him. I know they did for seven seconds, but I don't need to say anymore. Okay. So, um, Justin, if you don't mind, I'm going to go next because I am going the complete opposite direction, Lee. Um, The whole story for this portion of of Moose's Impact World title reign has been the story written around Josh Alexander between winning the title, having the briefcase cashed in, getting temporarily suspended, fired, whatever you want to call it, re-signing, getting the match. This is this is an underdog babyface story, and I don't see that ending poorly. So <laughs> I'm going to say the complete opposite, and I think this is where Moose's title reign finally ends, and I think Josh Alexander wins this match. Okay. Uh, that's all I'll say about that. Justin, what do you think? Be the be the tiebreaker. Yeah, forget his hypothetical stuff. Come with what do the you truth. Mean my hypothetical stuff. Get out Come of here. Come join the truth. Pressure over here. I'm sweating. If you if you pick wrong, <laughs> I'm if you pick wrong, I'm gonna curse you. Okay. So cursed. Cursed. Very nice. Very evil. Lee. I'm sorry, Alex. I agree with you. Uh, Josh Alexander, I see uh, winning the world title on this show. Booyah, baby! <laughs> like Alex said, uh, everything since Bound for Glory has been leading to Josh Alexander getting this crowning moment as world champion. You know, he's had to go through roadblocks <laughs> like you know Minoru Suzuki, Jonah, Charlie Haas, Connor of the Ascension. Okay, maybe maybe not the last two, but you know what I mean. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah. What are you talking about? Those were his two hardest matches. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, also I wait, wait, I, no, hold on. Before you continue, <laughs> where did Connor go? He showed up for a match. We're like, oh, there's there's Connor. We haven't seen him in a couple of years, and then we're like, oh, okay. He, he went you, back to the wasteland. See you later, the cosmic wasteland. The cosmic wasteland. That, that, I heard Stardust is still there too. <laughs> We don't talk but, about him anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I do see Josh Alexander getting his crowning moment here. Uh, possibly feuding with a Jonah, maybe even, even a Steve Macklin, if I'm wrong about the triple threat match. Uh, the only way I do see Moose retaining, uh, and I thought about it as you guys were talking, I could see maybe a Sammy Callahan returning Ooh. and being... Uh, Moose's next feud for the world title, possibly at Slamversary. Well, that would make sense too, because Moose is the man that put Sammy Callahan on. Exactly. Yep. Ooh. So that was kind of running through my head too. But even even if they even if they do do that, I mean, uh, Moose doesn't need the title to have that feud, but it could add to it. I mean, they have a lot of options right now for the world title top feud spot in Impact Wrestling. 
you know, you've got you've got Josh Alexander and Moose going still. You've got the impending return of Sammy Callahan, who I believe is actually cleared now and is just waiting to return. Um, yeah. You've got Jonah moving up. You've got, you know, you've got Steve Macklin waiting in the wings. Who knows if Ishii's going to stick around and do something. You know what I mean? Like, the, the top of the card in Impact right now, in my opinion, is looking better than it has in years. So I think this match could go any way. I mean, for all we know, Sammy Callahan could cost most the world title. Yeah. So, I mean, Lee, it sucks to suck, but you're wrong. I still love you, Lee. <laughs> I also still love you, but you're wrong. I mean, I'm not. Okay. But okay. okay. We'll see. Well, there's only one way to know, fans, and that is to tune in to Fight TV on april 23rd to watch the impact rebellion pay-per-view but speaking of tune in lee why don't you tell everybody where they can tune into our platforms ah yes very nice very evil oh fuck my life ladies and gentlemen you can find our podcast anywhere and everywhere from apple spotify google amazon Podbay, podbean red circle and anywhere podcasts are found Ladies and gentlemen, all these awesome interviews that we plug during our shameless plugs, you can also watch those on YouTube, youtube.com slash perched on the top rope. Ladies and gentlemen, you can also find us everywhere and anywhere on social media from Facebook. It is perched on the top rope. You can find us on Twitter, perched top rope. You can also find us on Instagram, perched on the top rope podcast. And you can also find us on TikTok, where we have great content such as Selena Scene using the greatest moments in professional wrestling and sports entertainment history. And if that's not enough for you, and you want to watch the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, I said that correctly, the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, get humped by a dog. Again, I said that correctly. The Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, get humped by a dog <laughs> on tiktok it's perched on the top rope ladies and gentlemen we thank you for tuning in and listening for everyone who has put us on their chartables top 250 in your countries from indonesia germany ireland australia united kingdom canada america we thank you for your support. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, spoiler free is the way to be. We're out. Very nice. Very evil. For the machine gun, Carl Anderson, I'm the big LG Doc Ellis. We are the world famous good brothers of the OG Bullet Club, and you are listening to Perched on the Top Rope. The following podcast has been paid for by Perched on the Top Rope. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I am your host of Perched on the Top Rope. I'm former Dirt Sheet writer Lee Walker. Dirt Sheet writer. Ooh, what and, an intro. And as you've heard, we have the Good Brothers here today. 
on April 23rd on Fight TV. You can catch Impact Rebellion as the Good Brothers here are involved in a eight-man elimination tag team match. Oh, yeah. Yeah, are you, you guys know, ready for that? I'll tell you something. We're always ready. Former Dirt like, Sheet Rider. This is Dirt Sheet Rider, is that an we, official term? We love yeah. the current Impact Wrestling product. We love the multiverse of matches. We loved that we're the first people to kick down the forbidden door. We love seeing talent from all the companies around the globe come to our home at Impact Wrestling. So with all that good being said, this match is bullshit. <laughs> it's a bullshit match. Yeah. We were the tag team champions for 350 days, and now we have to go through eight other teams, seven other teams, however the hell many teams it is. No, 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 no. We should be number one contenders and constant honorary Impact Wrestling World Tag Team Champions. They should make us our own belts. Maybe a little too sweet belt or something. Yeah. Maybe I'll get some design. I'm not sure. And, you know, I'm actually glad you brought that up. I have this in uh, my notes. I want to play a game real quick. Your first run oh, as no. Impact Champions yep. is 119 days. Okay. Your your second run as Impact Tag Team Champions is 231 days. Ooh, yes. that's a better run. So with, with this match, as you refer to it as bullshit. Yes, bullshit. You get your third reign as yes. Tag Team Champions, April 23rd. Yeah. How long will this reign last? As long as we want. Yeah, I think it's going to have to last as long as we want. And I, you know. I mean, the longest reign is 380 days. Who has that? Beer money? The North. The North. Oh, wow. We might have to beat the North's record, I think. Because this will make us three-time Impact World Tag Team Champions, eight-time World Tag Team Champions, if you want to throw in the New York run, the New Japan run. I mean, so we're, we're just collecting right now. Collecting belts. I like it. Now, one thing i got to ask is, uh, prior, you guys have teamed with other people in the past, yep. way in the past. Yep. You guys have been almost a tag team now for 10 years. Yeah. What makes Carl Anderson and Doc Gallo so successful as a tag team together? In my opinion, I think we said this earlier, I think you know a lot of tag teams that might not be real friends or, or actually connect. Yeah. Um, you know, we've, like, we've we used to drive with uh, Brian Myers a lot, and he couldn't believe we would drive for four hours in the car, and then we'd get to the hotel. He would go to his room, then he'd hear me and Gallo's in the room getting talking through the wall for more hours. <laughs> I think just being, I think yeah. being real legitimate uh, friends, of course, brothers. Yeah. People always can say they're brothers, but being legitimate friends uh, helps us. You know, so if he's in a bad, if he's having a bad day, I got to pick it up. If I'm in a pissed off mood, you know, he he picks it up. So we, because if we're both on fire, that's not going to help. It fucks yeah. everything up. I mean, we we just we instantly became buddies, and then uh, we grew closer over the years. And now we're not just best buddies, but we're a long running, long standing tag team, business partners. Um, you know, so we know we're not going to stab each other in the back. Yeah, unless I get a world title run, he might be out here. No, 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 we, just, we covered this. I'm oh, with you. Yeah. I stand on the floor. I'm your oh, diesel. I get paid the same, and there you go. You're off. Wrong. And if I he gets it. the world title run, I'm happy to not wrestle. So oh, there we go. I'll be, I'll be his manager. Come on. Okay. <laughs> we got each other's backs. <laughs> ultimately, at the end of the day, we got each yeah. other's backs. All right. One thing that strikes me interesting when it comes to multi-tag matches is you guys, with all these teams involved, from Motor City Machine Guns, The Decay, Willie Mack, Rich Swan, Heath and Rhino, uh, Jay White and Chris Bay, Honor yeah. No More, Violent by Design, out of all these teams, you have faced all of them in uh, some sort of multi-tag team match. You're also undefeated in multi-tag team matches Talk to in us. Impact Wrestling. You're mm, currently 4-0 and that. with that stance. When it comes to just two-on-two -two matches with some of these teams, uh, Violent by Design, 0-2, Rich Swan and Willie Mack, 1-1, one one, but also you have defeated Jay White and Chris Bay in a tag team match, uh, leaving you in, a, in the tag team two and two amongst these teams. 
what is it about the Good Brothers that makes them so great at multi-tag team matches? You're a great interviewer. You really are. You want to be our full-time statistician? We'll just take you on the road with us, and you can just cover us. You want to go on the road? They just put us over yeah, all the time. I, I love this. The top rope. I, I, I'm I, done after Yeah, this. that's it. <laughs> I don't know what kind of money we got for you yet, but we'll work we something out. We could almost be friends here. We'll we'll I might exchange out. numbers with him. Just ask yeah. him how I'm doing today. Just check on him each morning. You're doing uh, good, Carl. No, I think, you know, you said it earlier, we've been tag team wrestlers for a long time but we've been a team for what nine years now and we've had more of these matches we've had them in every company we've had them yeah. all over the world we understand how they work and uh you know the good brothers are sneaky all it takes is one magic killer and hands yeah. are in the air baby. i mean i think any match that you put in front of us we've, we've probably had it i mean i don't think i don't think we've been in a cage match together but we've had them before. Have we been in a cage match? I don't know if we've been in a cage match we've been in a lot of coal miners glove matches over the years i know that <laughs> Well, another thing that I found interesting going, you know, doing all these stats and numbers and everything, when it comes to overall pay-per-views with mm-hmm. Impact Wrestling, you guys are currently 9 and 7, but when it comes to Rebellion, you're 0 and 1, and that was, you know, Damn last it. last year you had a chance at the tag team titles. Yeah. Uh, so would winning on Saturday, April 23rd at Rebellion almost be like redemption for last year? It is redemption, yes. and, and you know, for the people in, in New York that are in this market, it's special us. New York's always been good to us. And, and another statistician, uh, media friend this morning, brought up that we have never tagged together in the historic Mid-Hudson Coliseum. We've never been in there together uh, as a tag team, as an act at all. Uh, and, you know, this part of the country, rich in wrestling history, and that would be an awesome place you know, for us to capture the World Tag Team titles at Impact Wrestling for the third time. So, yeah, I think that uh, redemption, and, and we're all about making history. We've done a lot of it, so we want to do a lot more. Sorry, just recording for a vlog here. <laughs> oh, you, that's totally cool. Vlog um, me softly. So out of these seven teams, these other seven yeah. that you're involved with in this match, Decay, Rhino, and Heath, Honor No More, and the Motor City Machine Guns are all teams within Impact that you have not faced in a two-on-two match. Out of those teams' names, is there a team that you would like to face, and why? Well, they're all good, right? They but are. I yeah. think give us the Motor City Machine Guns. I think that's a, a dream match in it some is. capacity and that we then, have not had. Yeah, yeah. That I think that someday, you know, hopefully on a, on a big stage, we can uh, we can do that match. I think you know Alex Shelley is somebody I've known for a long time. He's actually a buddy of mine. Um, Texted me today, um, and Saban. I think uh, you know. I don't think he gets enough the, the credit he deserves for, for how undeniably great that he is. Yeah. yeah, for what he's you know done for Impact. Um, talking too loud, huh? No, just for too heated. Oh, got my vlog, baby. <laughs> I don't think Saban gets enough credit for what he's done, right? Oh, hundred percent. Motor City yeah. Machine Guns. Uh, you know, they, they they were you know in the in the beginning of helping the young bucks get going. Like they're. Uh, I think that'd be a special match. Yeah, those guys are, uh, you know, I don't know if they're all the way TNA originals, but I know that right from around the very beginning, we were watching Impact Plus one night, and just, you know, you can watch Saban through the years yeah. on that app because, you know, every pay-per-view in history is on there, Seven ninety nine a month, cheap plug for Impact Plus. Uh, but, yeah, dude, those guys are part of uh, Impact Wrestling, and like us, they are young veterans at the top of their game, so I think that's a headliner anywhere we go. Yeah, and, and to be honest with you, when it comes to Chris Saban, he is actually the has the most X-Division matches and also has the most X-Division championship Oh, wow. Wins. You know, so he, he's yeah. been there a long time. Yeah, a yeah. lot of big matches for yeah. sure. So I, I'm, I'm a fan of Decay, too. Like they're, they, yeah. have, they have a lot of, lot of – I mean, they're – yeah, they're good. They're yeah, they're Crazy good. Steve's one of my favorite acts, man. I use him on my own shows that I promote all the time. I mean, people love him. He's an engaging performer. I don't think he gets enough credit either. So it's, it's cool that we've been able to come to Impact and put some more eyes on it and 
and get these guys out there because uh, you know a lot of them deserve a lot more credit than they get. I think sometimes. So. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, when it comes to this match again, you guys are in good standing with Jay White and Chris Bay being part of the Bullet Club. That could get weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't want, I don't mean to make it weird, but I'm gonna kind of make it weird. Uh, when it comes to this match starting out, this eight-man elimination match, yeah. everybody starts out with a 12.5% chance of winning the match. Sure. Will the Good Brothers and the Bullet Club of Jay White and Chris Bay work together in this eight-man elimination match? Because if you do, then technically you would start out at a seemingly 25%. I, I would I would be remiss if I didn't say that the bullet, there's going to be a Bullet Club team winning this match one way or the other. We're going to make damn sure that happens. So. Yeah, Bullet Club, we get it. And when that's it comes not Steiner business, math either. Yeah. It's better <laughs> math than all of us. When it comes to business, we'll, we, we'll, if we have to wrestle them or fight them, we'll do it, but we'll be friends after. We'll be friends after. Bullet Club rolls. Okay. Um, Unless Carl, you're Tomo. Yeah, well, he's not Bullet Club. That's right. Which we kicked his ass out. Yeah. Carl, this question is uh, specifically <laughs> for you. Having been a leader of the Bullet Club and now back in the Bullet Club, if the opportunity ever arose, would you become the leader of the Bullet Club again? You know, I think right now, um, we, we always used to go on the, once Finn Balor left, we always went by the motto of there was no leader. But right. I think AJ Styles was definitely the front, you know, running at the forefront because he was at the time and probably still is the best wrestler in the world. But yeah. I'm going to say it right now. I think uh, this right now is Jay White's time. I think I'll always grab a microphone and be a and be a, a and be a mouth for the Bullet Club. So I think I'm always going to be at the front. Where the Good Brothers are always going to be at the front. So I think we coming back to the Bullet Club. I think we brought um, we're bringing the Bullet Club to new heights possibly because when we went to WWE and AEW and stuff, we were always acting the same anyway, which I've always felt we were a Bullet Club. So, but we never left. <laughs> Long answer, short answer, long. I think whatever I'm trying to say is I feel like this is Jay White's time to, yep. to run the Bullet Club and, and show people that he can be a front man and be a top guy and be a leader in this industry. Okay, great. And uh, speaking of Jay White, we've also spoken about Chris Sabin. They're both actually in a triple threat match at Rebellion taking on Steve Macklin. Uh, depending on the order of that match goes with, with this tag team match, do you think that'll have an impact on them for the tag team match? I mean, you have to say yes, yeah. right? Anytime you have to wrestle twice on any event, especially that, hell, that can be back-to-back. -back. It's, it's going to have an effect. But, you know, pay credence to the athletes those guys are, and, and Jay White especially. Like, he's going to show up for both, and he's going to show out. So that's what being Bullet Club's all about. All right. And, uh, I mean, knowing that, will that help you guys take advantage on the tag team of Motor City Machine Guns? We always have a strategy, baby. Yeah. Okay. We're always right. planning, good brother. All right. All right. Um, you know, when it comes to the multiverse of matches, uh, you guys actually faced the Briscoe Brothers at that pay-per-view. As far as I can find, it was the very first time you guys have faced. And we know that Impact is bringing them back April 24th. Mm -hmm for some TV tapings. Mm -hmm. uh, how excited are you guys to see them as a regular team in Impact, and how did you guys feel about that match? Well, it was the first time we faced them at Impact. We faced mm -hmm. them in Japan for New Japan Pro Wrestling. We faced them in New York City at Hammerstein Ballroom, I believe, for Ring of Honor. Yeah. And then here a few short years later uh, at Impact Wrestling. This was actually a rubber match that we won. Uh, but we've also we've always you know professionally admired those guys. We like those guys. 
Uh, they're hard-hitting, badass professional wrestlers. So I think it's it's nothing but a feather in, in the cap of Impact Wrestling. It's two more big, versatile stars that we can bring into the mix. So it's great for the fans. Uh, as far as the personal rivalry, nobody's getting in the way of this next tag team title reign, Briscoes or not. So. Yeah, we're big fans of the Briscoes. I need their money. For sure. And them coming to Impact in whatever fashion is good. Yep. Okay. Um, we have a lot of fans in the UK. We're, we're ranked in Charitable in, in Great Britain, Germany, nice. Ireland, Australia, Indonesia, and America. We've hit Canada a couple of times. UK fans have been asking, when is the next time they would see the Good Brothers? Man, in the it, UK? Just this we up. literally were asked this morning by a different media outlet where we want to go, what market we want to see Impact in. And we've been saying this, I mean, since we signed. Impact in the UK needs to happen. Uh, I wrestled for TNA in the UK years ago. Him and I have gone to the UK independently. We've gone to the UK countless times for WWE. New it's one Japan. of our favorite places, New Japan. It's one of our favorite places to go. Uh, and there's some red hot Good Brothers Bullet Club fans there. So we miss you guys as much as you miss us. And as soon as the opportunity arises, we will be back in the UK performing for you. We're pushing for it hard. We yeah, we've been pushing for it for UK. over a year. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Guys, I'm actually going to pass the next couple of questions over to my cameraman, All right. Justin, as he has a couple of questions he'd like to ask. Bring Let's it on, it, Justin. <laughs> the hard-hitting questions. So, guys, you guys have had a lot of merchandise released over the last two years. Uh, something I'm personally a big fan of is the Micro Brawlers yeah. that were released on uh, Shop Impact uh, last year. Yep. Uh, your guys... Your micro brawlers were actually one of the first ones to completely sell out. How does yeah. that feel? Yeah. Uh, just to have them go so fast, like pretty much immediately. Because I remember sitting yeah, on right. Shop Impact that day waiting. They, to, uh, they sold out quick. <laughs> no, it feels good, man. Um, you know, it, it reminds us of uh, kind of the legacy that we've built and are building. And it, it's very cool. And we appreciate people obviously buying our merch, but wanting something collectible like that. And then, you know, I think we were pretty impressed, too, because we just did... Um, our own brand, our Talking Shop of Mania micro brawlers, and uh, those things flew off the the proverbial shelves as well. So uh, anytime you have a new toy come out, it's great. We just had the Super Sevens come out; they got Impact Wrestling logos on them. For the first time, it, Impact technically has had a figure with its branding on it in years, so we're pushing for that. We hope to see an Impact Wrestling figure line coming, and uh, yeah, we love all that stuff. I grew up a wrestling figure nerd. Not. I didn't stay a wrestling figure nerd as much as our friends Myers and Cardona, but it's still very cool. <laughs> it's funny you brought that up. I just checked in uh, at, in Tampa Airport yesterday, and the guy that was checking me in said he just he he wanted to too sweet me, of course. But then he also <laughs> talked about the micro brawler, which is funny. You just brought yeah, that up. people love them. I think we need some Funko Pops. That's one thing we don't have. Let's get some Funko no, Pops. It's, it's cool. Our good brother, the people that have us have our backs. Have most of the time have been following They're us this new Japan fans. or whatever. Yeah. And there's not much hate there. It's it's the ones that follow us love us, and like you know we love them for that. So. Right. And the ones Special. that hate us really do. So yeah. we love you. For the ones that, that hate us hate us too. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know the real us though. They're the ones that saw us from in New York or whatever. And that's right. it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And you touched on it a little bit the uh, super sevens. What was kind of the process of uh, getting those going? And long, <laughs> very very. But long. But it makes sense now that we know how the process of those because those are the details that go into those. They're also know? a huge toy company that have all these you know licenses like like. Cardona and Myers can speak better on this because they, they were the ones who kind of uh, go, hey, they want to do four talent. They want us to and the two of you because we were the only people that, you know, I think of that value that were non-exclusive at the time and could do a toy line and Impact was cool enough to let us do it. Yeah. Uh, and then they came out and we've been signing them at these, uh, we've been doing a lot of signings lately and 
people love them. They're they're awesome. So it's 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 cool to see the collectible fans grow up and be adults and still appreciate that stuff. I have one on my mantle of him. So. <laughs> oh, that sounds great, guys. Thank you. You're welcome, man. Uh, guys, my last question before heading in, into rebellion is: when it comes to the Impact Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, you got great questions. Who would who would be a tag team? from Impact that you would love to see go into the Impact Hall of Fame? Oh, Machine Gun, Carl Anderson, the big LG, Doc Allows, the Good Brothers, man. Absolutely. Deservedly so. Uh, I, yes. do th- I do I do think uh, Motor City Machine Guns, who we touched on, if you're going to put a, a current team in there, they're, they're the layup. It's got to be them. Still active, still performing at a high, high level. Did uh, you got to say they need to be in? Yeah. Did did Storm and Wildcat Chris Harris go in there? They should be in there. I think and, they did go in there. Okay. I no, think they oh they didn't. Well, I mean, they, they need they to gotta, be in there. They got to be in. Beer there. money needs to be in there. Can't do that right now, but they need to be in there. Um, Give me Wildcat and, and yeah. the Cowboy. Man, yeah. they look they look cool, didn't they back in the day? Oh, they were the dusters and the hats team. and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, I loved that. They sure did. Everybody that you know, all the people that, that that came through, you know, TNA then and now Impact. Like, think about it. The Impact's been around for so long, man. It was, well, it's twenty year anniversary, and you everybody I don't think people realize yeah. that because there's the different TV, you know, the different, different TV markets taken to change. Yeah. But like, we're yeah. still here, and it's still rocking, and it's you know, we're proud to be here. We Hell love yeah. it. Well, Doc Gallus, Carl Anderson, I want to thank you guys for taking the time out of your busy schedule to allow this interview to happen. I want to thank Impact Wrestling for allowing this interview to happen. I'd like you to take the time right now, uh, plug any of your social media, anything you guys want to address to the fans. favorite thing. At Machine Gun KA, at the underscore big LG. Uh, follow us. Follow at The Real Gimmicks, our new cartoon that just dropped. And uh, just keep watching because there's a lot coming up these next few months. And fans, remember, spoiler freeze the way to be. We're out.